Hey friends, how are you? Put a nice greeting in here for those watching the recording. I'll wait a few minutes for those to check in. Just got a little break here. Didn't give that much of a warning that we'd go live, but I uh, saw a break in the schedule coming. And so I grabbed it to try to get here live. We did a live video in my group, Relationship Masters. I encourage you to join and hang out with us over there. Lots of uh, Corona support going on. Uh, but just in general growth, um, and some of the things we're talking about today, you can find both here on the page. You can also find uh, in the group. You can find on my website, zalmanelson.com. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a break in the schedule. I've been offering uh, free anxiety sessions, you know, mini sessions for people to talk, get some support. It's been going great. Um, so helpful just to have a reassuring voice uh, to talk out, to be heard. You'll see we'll talk about a little bit when we do that same thing to ourselves. Uh, that's where a lot of the amazing growth starts to occur. But uh, I'll give it a minute here for some people to join in. I'm just going to be monitoring con comments over here, trying to be very involved <clears throat> with people during the crisis, offering support. All right. Anyway, let's get started. And people will ask questions as we go. But uh, I want to specifically talk about uh, marriage. But if you're, you know, you're living with your partner, also that works just as well. But this is like super, super intense times. And I, what, what I want to offer and help people is to kind of get some context for what's going on. You know, if we understand some of the why of what's happening to us, it makes it much easier to, to deal with and to see how some of the ideas um, that, that I teach people about being an adult self and a child self, working through triggers, life patterns, how that fits in. But what, what it is an intense time, an extremely intense time, and for most people that I know or speak to are uh, you know, on uh, lockdown, stuck in the house, in the house, uh, working from home as best as they can. And that means uh, a lot of people are uh, in, in a new situation, which means you can't run, you can't hide. You got to face your stuff and... Uh, you know, particularly uh, in the context I want to talk about is, you know, uh, a relationship or marriage, you're living together or married. Um, look at it's, it's a time to reflect and realize how life has been up until now, which is, uh, you know, with work, um, other activities, classes, uh, workouts, gym, whatever it is, social events you have. How, I mean, how much time really did you have in the house? How much face to face time did you actually have with some, you know, Certainly with kids, you know, saying that, you know, it's very intense. Kids are home and um, it's a lot more contact time. And in general, my message is how do we take this challenge that we're going through and turn it into an opportunity? How do we find opportunity? How do we utilize this time uh, as best as possible uh, to try to try to connect, to, to use it, to, to grow from it? How do we and, and, and a lot of people are struggling with anxiety. I find that this is a, a deep tool that helps with with anxieties is, is to see the the silver lining to see the opportunity that's there and get myself somewhat more invested and involved and positive throughout the day. Um, and, and, and that in of itself keeps me uh, from overthinking negatives, overthinking anxieties and worries. But, uh, you know, to how can, how can I grab onto an opportunity? How can I start investing? How can I see this as, a, as an opportunity? And, and that kind of shifts it. But to, to put ourselves in that kind of a mindset, not just the the fears, the worries, that's a, a, you know, getting stuck in a lot of the things that are beyond our control. And there's a tremendous amount beyond our control right now. 
but um, you know, here we are in a home setting, face to face with a partner, a spouse, uh, this work, you know, children as well. And it, it's super duper intense. It's incredibly intense. You know, we've never been in a situation day in, day out, so much face to face contact time. <clears throat> it's really overwhelming. Whereas, you know, you'd have a little bit of an issue. You could have an argument and go to your corners and get a little breather and then come back to it. Um, everything's happening more intense. So there's no breathing room, I think is contributing to a lot of people's anxiety. But at least to be aware of this, to understand this shift and change that's gone on and help people be, you know, to then, know, you know, once you know what's going on, you can better plan or prepare, you know, how you'll deal with it. But that's the issue is increased contact time, uh, greater frequency of interactions, um, less downtime, less break time, less processing time. Um, there are less, there's less avoidance to do. Uh, there's just nowhere to hide, you know, it's... It's very, very intense at first, and that's what you experience at first. You take that, and many of us are not realizing it, you know, like reflecting on it. Yeah, of course, I'm home. You know, I see her a lot more. I see him a lot more. Okay, fine. I'm with my kids a lot more. Fine. But to take that, and it creates a, a, a tension. There's, there's less downtime, me time, and um, it, you have that tension plus all that's going on, plus whatever, you know, emotional, unprocessed, you know, stuff that you've got going on and holding on to for years. I mean, this is a powder keg and waiting to explode. So let's see if we can't just gain some insight and awareness of that situation and begin to, you know, um, not make it go away. It's not, it's impossible to make it go away, but when something feels doable, when I, when, when I have some clarity, I've got a, I, I see clearly what's, what's around me and then I can better plug in. I can make decisions about how to attack it, how to address it. But uh, from, from what I'm seeing though, this is a tremendous, tremendous opportunity. A lot of people in their relationships are kind of in this in-between, you know, it's, uh, you know, there's issues that have to be faced. Uh, people do not today have the tools they need. They lack the self-awareness, the knowledge. Who is me? How does a relationship work? You know, certain basics that, like many other things in life, you're just kind of expected to figure it out on your own. Nowadays, you can check out blog posts, but that's not enough. Uh, maybe you got it at home, but most didn't get it at home. Um, and so, so it's a really difficult situation. Um, <clears throat> But here we, you know, we're finding ourselves, you know, like thrust into this situation of needing to like contend and deal with issues much more. So whereas there was a lot of, you know, space and, you know, you didn't have to confront so much. Now it's all intensified. It's much more intensified. And I think, I, but I think that the opportunity here is, is to move things forward, to get out of this kind of in-between phase where like there's issues, but we're not really dealing with it, or I don't know how to deal with it. You know, um, you know, it's not ideal, but, you know, I, I think it, I think this is forcing and pushing us uh, into it, whether we like it or not. Uh, I think some people may continue to resist it. I think it could it could do damage. Um, but my hope is that once given uh, some some of this insight and clarity, plus just just I'm trying to be inspirational because this is what I'm seeing as I'm working with people, um, you know, the, the flip side of offering these mini anxiety sessions free to people is just seeing where lots and lots of people in different continents and states and countries are holding and getting a sense of it. But uh, it definitely can be used as an opportunity to, to grow. That's just that hope, that flip, that let me get out of the aware, acute awareness of everything that's beyond my control and power and into more of a state of what is in my power, what I can do about this situation. Um, and so that, that, that's what's going on. Is, so there's a great opportunity now because of the increased contact time. There's, there's just more conversations going on. It's a great opportunity to move things forward. But if you still don't have the skills, you still don't have the tools, it's just going to be a nightmare. You're just going to be, he's basically like living in a trigger that never ends. And that's, that's just a nightmare. But 
listen, we find somebody in life who's, who's perfect for us in the sense that they will trigger certain things in us. And let's remember our general principle is that nobody can make us feel something that we don't already feel. So the people who are around us or in our life, who just so happen to be in our life, um, they, they perfectly bring out, you know, bunches of feelings, collections of feelings. And um, if, we can, if we can start to embrace it more, like I'm telling you here, like to embrace this whole challenging time now as an opportunity. Oh, it's interesting, different way of looking at it. But it's into the same thing as, as we're constantly triggering each other and, and, and the general tendency is to protect and defend and to attack back. And so nothing really gets done. It's just like spins and cycles. This is why you have people having the same argument over and over again. But um, if we can become open to it as an opportunity that in those arguments and conversations, there's a bunch of feelings that are going on for you. There's a bunch of feelings going on for her or for him, whatever it is. If, if we can also at some point, you know, perhaps take a time out and a break, but to start to tune into those emotions, that's, that's where we can start to change things. That's where we can say, you know what? He's not completely at fault. She's not. I'm. We're both. It's two people over here. But let me start to take a look inside. I call that the swivel. You know, we're always attacking other people and protecting, defending ourselves. To say, wait a minute, what are these feelings that come up? Why is it I feel some of the things I feel? You know, when I, when I'm around you, when we have these arguments, and that's what I like to do when I have couples. And uh, if you've been waiting for a couple sessions, now's the time. You know, because to help people realize that, that every argument, every discussion is really four voices. There's four people, so to speak, that are present in any conversation. So as you're, you know, you're having your arguments now more frequently because you have more contact that's going on. You know, how to deal with it? Well, well part of it is this awareness is that, you know, each person is two parts. Each person is an adult self, you know, a, uh, hi, Mary. Each person is an adult self that's that that's forethinking, that has foresight, that's logical, clear, wise, uh, patient. Um, you know, is able to navigate things, able to check some of our out of control thinking. Uh, and there's also this child self, and that that's been our dominant part for quite a long time. Is that uh, child self? We just didn't realize it. We thought we were one, and we're really these two elements. But there's a, a kid inside of a seven-year-old you. Bust out that picture yourself at seven. But uh, he or she has picked up some, some things from home. There's some unmet emotional needs that he had as a kid um, that continue to persist throughout all of our relationships. And um, there's certain w ways we came uh, away from that experience of feeling about ourselves. You know, if, if, if I never got a kind word, you know, if I never got it right, whatever I did was just, you know, you got a B, why don't you get an A, you know, that kind of a thing, or I swept the floor, ah, you missed a point, you know, whatever it was, I mean, this is the life patterns, if you're interested in getting more uh, awareness and insight into like, okay, who is this kid in me, how, how am I still holding on to certain pieces of armor and defense mechanisms and things that interfere with my relationships now, that they help me survive as a kid, this is the idea of the, the life patterns, you can go on my website, zalmanelson.com, look for the life patterns, do the free assessment, start to get aware of like, yeah, and it's still within me. Not only that, but there's certain dynamics that existed, like this one where I feel like a failure because I never got it right. You know, I was confronted with impossible to meet standards as a kid. So I continued to bear that. I continued to carry that with me as I moved through life. Um, certain friends I'll choose will reproduce that same dynamic. Um, partners then throughout, you know, 20s, 30s, whatever it is, marriage partners will, will reproduce that same dynamic with us. There's this subconscious attraction to such people and we'll have these people around us uh, that, that reproduce the very same dynamics. Why? Not to drive us nuts. Uh, not because people hate us, but because um, 
it's like the whole universe is working to try to help you grow and, and be like a mirror reflecting back to you. Hey, there's this party, there's this kid inside you that's feeling these things. You know, when, when's a good time for you to uh, start to tune into it? Um, do our life patterns change it? Um, it's like this. Um, some of the patterns, well, they change as you heal. You know what I see? I see two things. Um, we start to challenge some of the false beliefs, like this person who never got it right, starts to feel, well, how do I continue to be in this home environment, yet trust my parents? You know, I'm, I'm kind of upset. I, I never get reassurance from them. And so many kids will say, well, you know what? I'm a failure. I'm not good. That's why. You know, and they really buy into that and colors their life for a long time, but enables them to continue to trust the parents. They need to be so tough with me because, you know, I'm not, there's something wrong with me. So, um, you know, and then you have, you have all kinds of relationships that regenerate that same, you reproduce that very same dynamic until you really bust out of it, you break out of it. And that's the work we do here to realize I'm an adult and a child. I'm going to parent that child part. I'm going to tell her her value. I'm going to tell her she did a good enough job. And um, I can break out of that. So that, that pattern starts to fade. And what's left is um, some, some strengths that came as a result of it. A lot of times it's sensitivities. Um, there's always an upside, there's a positive, we begin to balance it out. As we begin to challenge that message, I'm a failure, I'm no good, and we balance it out, there's some, some real positive things that come out. So that's what's left. But as you work through a life pattern, what sometimes I find people will do the assessment again and then discover more subtle patterns and now come up. Uh, and you can see the change in the assessment as you go through it, that a strong pattern is now not an issue or less of an issue, and there's another pattern that can emerge and you can get to it because it's so complex. It's not like a, you can fit anybody in a box as a result of uh, their childhood, but they're pieces and they're parts. There's a little girl inside, you know, relationships are a fluid kind of flux thing and it's building a new relationship with that seven-year-old you that's been with you all along and still stuck back in childhood. It was like, well, you know, let me sit and begin to build a relationship. Well, that takes time. It takes interacting, it takes conversations. Uh, which brings us back to this topic is, is that there's an intensification of conversations that are going on. And I think this is a great time to really develop a relationship with self. I was just talking to somebody about that. Really, you know, because there's so many times where we're triggered. There's so much panic. There's so much anxiety. But if in each time, you know, and she had a, a particularly, I saw her adult self was pretty strong and she was able to talk herself through. She was able to share with me her inner dialogue and just validated it, that, you know, you're, you're doing great. Each time that kid is basically, I'm scared, I'm afraid. And what, what's your response? Well, if you were taught as a kid, ah, don't think, don't feel, go away. And then you continue to do that to yourself as an adult. This is party that feels unsafe. And that's a, and sadly, that's a great source of anxiety. You know, it's like, I'm feeling something and I'm told not to feel, you know, I'm getting rejected for feeling what I feel. The best thing to do is just accept the fact that, that this kid feels. Now, where do you see the kid? you within yourself, um, but also with your partner. Feelings are allowed. Whatever you feel, you feel. It's acceptable. It's heard. Okay, now I may disagree with it. I may have a comment um, or, or internally as a part of me is saying, you know, ah, see, I'm a failure. I'm no good, you know. Um, you know, that, like that'll be the reaction to everything, that, that over-exaggeration of being a failure, even when it totally doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the evidence that's going on, you know? <laughs> so, um, like, you did a great job at work, and this person, like, has an issue with you. You know, they feel threatened by you. So they're, like, making up things to point out. You go, ah, yeah, see, I'm a failure. I'm no good. It's like, no, I did a great job. It's good. You have an issue with me. So, you know, you see how this continues, how it perpetuates. But we within ourselves have to get, we have to do the parenting now. Let go of your parents. Cut them off in a certain sense. Stop wanting and wishing that they would do and, for you or meet certain emotional needs. 
um, continuing to go to your parents now as an adult to try to validate you. It was like going to a hardware store for a loaf of bread. You know, there's no bread there. It's good for hardware. Feel free to get your hardware, um, but go elsewhere for the bread, please. You know, and I see a lot of people stuck in that. Keep on going to the hardware store, not getting hardware from the hardware store and complaining that there's no bread over and over again. So we're about let it, let that go. I'm going to be my own, you know, bakery. I'm going to go meet the needs of myself and to validate myself, whatever I feel, I feel. Now, do I have to then attack based upon that? Do I have to act out based upon those emotions? Absolutely not. Um, but I, I, where's the soothing going to come? Where's the acceptance of self, that unconditional acceptance? Really beautiful, powerful, healthy things start to happen as we just tune in and we hear ourselves and we listen to ourselves more. Just be aware of the feelings that we have and just notice it. You don't have to do anything about it. It's amazing. A thought is like waves. It comes in and it goes out. We, in our mind, it's like, nope, there's no waves. No waves. Nope, it's not there. It's like, what, what are you creating such like a tension inside? You're like resisting the reality. The wave comes in. I notice it. Okay, I let it go. I can talk to it also. You know, oh, see, I'm always a failure. I hear you, but you did a good job over here and it's not true. And, and, and look at the other people gave you positive feedback. That's a dialogue that we can have inside of ourselves. Now, many people don't have yet the skills, the, the emotional intelligence skills. It's not a big deal. Like, and I shouldn't say emotional intelligence. I'm sorry. I mean, emotional vocabulary. Um, and this is, if you want, is uh, my e-free ebook is the trigger method, which has, you know, good feelings charts in there that as I start to feel, what do I do? A feeling came up. What do I do now? So it's like, okay, let me just sit with a chart and start putting some words to those feelings that I have and give myself that acceptance. But in your arguments with your spouse, with your you know, partner, whatever it is, this is the kind of stuff that's happening, that's getting triggered. It's very uncomfortable. It's very intense, especially if you haven't been tuned in and clued in with the knowledge and self-awareness that, listen, there's two inside of you. There's a kid inside you that needs your attention, but you're also an adult. Your partner is supposed to trigger you to help you put you in touch with it. As you get in touch with that and pay attention to that part of yourself, acknowledge it as you have several intercessions with yourself, right? You should schedule some intercessions. You be the therapist, but some intercessions with yourself um, to hear that part of you, to tune into it, you know, uh, repeatedly several times, just, ah, oh, I'm feeling this. Okay you know, and then to let it go, you start to, that part of you feels heard. There's less of a need to be triggered in order to get in touch with it. You're already in touch with it, especially if you can use the trigger method and, and get to that feelings chart and just have a few sessions, even a week of like, okay, whoa, what, what was going on an hour ago? He said this and this, and, but what was I feeling? Where in the body was I feeling? What was going on for me? Start putting a few words to those feelings, unstable, insecure, angry, unheard, whatever words are. But so you're forming a relationship with that part of yourself rather than rejecting it or using it as proof, so to speak, that you're no good and damaged. It's just not true. Um, as you do that, you're less and less triggerable by your partner. You can more and more see it as like, my partner's having an issue. But that's how I do my part to pull out of this whole dance and whole, you know, um, repeating screaming match and arguments that are going on in the relationship. That's how we pull ourselves out of it. But this is what's going on until you do this. And now it's intensified. Um, a, a relationship, a marriage, a partnership is going to be like four people sitting at a table, all four of them speak a different language, and they're all trying to decide where they're going to go out for dinner. Like, good luck. You know, there's some body language, some facial cues, tone maybe. I kind of understand what you're saying, but that's it. 
you know, it's very difficult to communicate. And what this is about is getting some clarity. Let's start to speak the same language to realize that I've, I've got my adult and child part. You've got your adult and child part. We are going to trigger each other. Uh, I love when I'm able to have a couple, both of them, and they both do the life pattern assessment, and then they both share with each other. And there's a real awareness because neither of you are at fault. You were raised in an environment that gave you some positive messages about self and some false messages about self that interfere with your relationships and your happiness. And for both people to realize, hey, you got that going on and you're working on it and I got this going on, you know. I see that a lot where someone comes away from childhood with a lot of insecurities and then you're coming to a relationship and the person is 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 doing things that make you feel insecure. So how does it work? Is it is it that you're making me feel insecure or is it that I already was feeling insecure or I was struggling with that? And now in this relationship, you're bringing that out in me more. And I'm going to get to work on my insecurities, either my life patterns or my child self, and reassuring her and helping her feel more good about herself and secure. Interaction by interaction, day by day, trigger by trigger, hour by hour, being with myself, an inner meditation. Um, and then my partner themselves could be more aware of like, okay, I'm going to try to reduce some of these things that I do that make you feel insecure or contribute to your insecurities. I'm going to try to increase some of these behaviors that add to your sense of security. But nobody, this is the problem in relationships a lot of times is that I want my partner to do something so that I'll then feel a certain way. It doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. And if you find yourself stuck in that loop, you know, Get your assessments done and you know get on board with it. Join the Relationship Masters group and see the discussions and learning and conversations that go in there. Or get in touch with me and let's talk it through. But you've got to do your own work on your own inner child. Nobody could do that work for you, but they can partner with you because two adults can work together in, in interacting with one child. So you and your husband, you and your wife, you and your partner, are the two adult parts can then together with that child part. So Let's say she's got insecurities. She's got to parent that part and help it feel more secure. And he can join in. He can help be more supportive in that way. But that's not where a lot of people are holding. And this scenario right now where everyone's at home, face-to-face, -face, a ton, is extremely intense and extremely triggering. But I encourage you, and I beg you, and I implore all of you that this is to try to see this as an opportunity. Um, you know, for some, it's an opportunity to be like, okay, you know, there isn't really grounds here for a relationship. For others, it's like, oh, we can find, we've moved past, we've moved through some of the challenges. But whatever it is, is to move things forward in one way or the other, not just sit in that limbo position. And that comes from seeing, you know, the challenges in life are also uh, opportunities. Um, it's It can be hard to see the opportunities without uh, some knowledge, without some self-awareness, without more support. Um, and that's the kind of work that we do over here to help people. And that's why I'm doing these videos to try to get people information. But if nothing else, if you can come away with this, just an awareness of, you know, maybe this is a relationship opportunity. Okay. You know, you're already open to it. You're already looking for it. But then to, to dig deeper into it because you're going to have a lot of interactions and a lot of triggering going on. So there's a lot of opportunities to use the trigger method to process a trigger, to use the triggering moment to get in touch with yourself, with your child self, to, to connect with her, to build a deeper relationship with her. She's going to be speaking out. He's going to be speaking out a ton. Um, like I said, getting triggered a lot by the things that are going on. Uh, but to see this as an opportunity to get in touch with that kind of stuff and embrace it. Um, and in that way, grow, you know, regardless. But uh, I, I think we're all going to make it through this, you know, God willing, healthy and fine, uh, and find ourselves in, you know, like new territory, you know, with new, in a new world. But it depends on, you know, planting the seeds now. Um, so if you want to help with this, be in touch with me. I'm happy to do it. And feel free to share this video so more people get in touch with it. Um, the trigger method is available.
Um, I'll post a, a link to it. It's available for free download. Um, <clears throat> and these are, yeah, some of the tools. And then there's the, the life pattern assessment. I mean, those are two free tools that I think anybody can use right away um, and implement um, and really start to see change. And I would add one piece, my favorite golden rule for relationships is that hearing and understanding you does not mean I agree with you. Just sit with your partner and be like, these are the rules. This is how it's going to go. Hearing and, hearing and understanding each other does not mean that I agree. I'm allowed to disagree afterwards. But here and now, let me give you that acceptance. Let me hear you. Let me see what you have to say. Tell me what you're saying. I'll reflect it back to you. You can correct me. I'll reflect it again. We can go back and forth a few times until you feel heard. And then, ah, I was just heard. And for the other partner to feel the relaxing of, don't worry, you'll get your turn. Don't worry, you will be heard. Don't shut off your ears to hearing your partner because you're afraid it will mean you don't get to speak. Not true. We've already set the ground rules. We've talked about how we talk, not just talked about a topic. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, that's, that's key. So if you, you got yourself, the, you know, get your life pattern assessment done. It's free. Grab the trigger method. I'll post the link and then institute that ground rule you know, of that uh, hearing and understanding does not mean um, I agree. And if you want, you can do the exercise, do the back and forth exercise where you hear and reflect and hear and reflect and then switch roles. Um, you can really start to see this as an opportunity. You still need self-care. You still need downtime. You still need time apart, um, you know, and to manage as best as you can. But for a lot of people that are, that are home, and this is what's going on. I hope this has been helpful just to clarify the experience that you're having of just forced increased interactivity, which is just gonna intensify anything that was already there to begin with. But hopefully this has been inspirational enough, helpful enough, practical enough to start to implement some things and make some changes. Uh, what'd you see? Let me see what you wrote, Mary Ray. Uh, so she was projecting her anger back out onto you. She's lucky she has you that you were patient. See, that's what happens is you, probably in the past, your child self would react far different to someone dumping their wrath unfairly onto you. That was probably, a, maybe this whole scenario was just to show you how much you've grown. Because in the past, it was like, oh, that's exactly how mom or dad or someone would be to me. So unfair and, ah, see, I'm bad and I deserve it. I'm guessing, but you probably handled it very differently. Used to try and figure out your feelings. Took away some really bad feelings. I had to say, good, great. Um, I imagine you handle it far better than you would have in the past, which always is important to do. We always have to look for change and growth happens in small steps, you know, it happens uh, over time in little bits. And we've got to be on the, the sensitive and on the lookout for those uh, moments where we catch those, that small step of growth. It's like, I didn't react as intensely. I didn't react as fast or I caught it quicker, you know, so I'd be curious to hear, um, you know, the, that uh, you were able to, you, you, you were able to not react as intensely as you would in the past or sounds like you went running for the chart and were able to like get in touch with that kid inside and you can probably she probably kicked up some feelings in you and you could probably point out some people in your past that you had a similar dynamic with and just all very validating that was like oh it's you know she's having a bad day but it's like she pointed out the part of me like okay i don't need her anymore let me just hang out with that part of me that was triggered and you know work through that Maybe eventually, you know, you'll become completely inoculated to her, the dynamic you have with her. Because think about it, of all the people on the planet that you could be working with, you're working with this woman, you know, why? And so here you had the triggering and, and you used it wisely to like look inside. Um, and I'm sure she creates a similar dynamic with you that you've had with other people before in the past, 
which just is very validating that that's your kid inside and she's talking to you. So anyway, awesome. Thanks for sharing. Please uh, share this video with other people that you know. The hot sizzle out of the moment. I love that expression. That's, I think that's what we do here. The trigger method is, it could be dubbed, take, take the hot sizzle out of the moment. I like it. I think we should rebrand the, uh, the ebook, the trigger method. Take the hot sizzle out of the moment. I love it. <laughs> that's a great expression. But that's exactly what we do, is that quick reaction, fight back, you know, defend. It's just like, whoa, let me breathe for a moment. So I'm happy to hear the sizzle is out. Keep your personal sizzle, but keep the hot sizzle out of the, those moments. It sounds great. Okay, so please share this video with people that you know who need it, who are on isolation or lockdown or at home and could use some support. And um, I'll put some of the links for the other things going on, like the uh, free anxiety sessions that I'm offering people. And uh, keep in touch, keep going, keep growing, and we'll do some more videos soon.